This is Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities taking a look at the cattle markets for Friday, March 22nd. Cattle markets yesterday continuing their surge higher, led by a couple things. Uh, the weather, of course, has been a huge driver in the cattle complex. Now the hog market is offering its support as well. The hogs have just been exploding to the upside. As more and more reports of African swine fever deluge the market uh, rampant across China, and it appears that China doesn't even have a remote handle on this disease, and it is spreading quickly across the country with more and more reports showing up, and it appears that uh, the reporting has been um, severely deficient in China. So that disease is spreading outside of the borders as well as we already know. The fear that it's coming here is, is, is there, but in the meantime, Demand for U.S. pork and other disease-free areas has just shot up, and we've seen hogs limit up. Now we've got expanded limits. Those are limit up. So the hog market is totally on fire here, and that's offering support to the beef complex. Export sales of, of beef and pork have, have uh, increased as well. So it, it looks like you know the move away from, from pork in the Asian area is stepping up you know, imports of, of good quality pork, but also imports of beef. And I think that's uh, that's likely going to continue as, as you see a massive liquidation in the hog herds. It's going to take time to rebuild those herds, at least several months and probably into the years to really get a handle on this. And again, we don't we don't really have a handle on the disease, or I should say Asia doesn't. They're still in liquidation phase, and they're struggling to you know, get piglets that uh, they can start rebuilding their herd. So it's, it's a massive problem going on around the world, for that matter, and it's really stoking demand for red meat at a time when, frankly, we thought the beef market would be on its face this time of year. You have record numbers on feed. We were looking at record beef production in the first and second quarters of this year. Well, we're wrapping up the first quarter, and it's been anything but uh, a bear market. And this in weather has been the primary driver here. It's just been storm after storm across uh, cattle feeding areas, but across the U.S. in general, that has stressed cattle, has delayed or, or slowed down weight gains, delayed movement, out movement of the feedlots, and certainly delayed in movement to these to feedlots that are just a mess. They're muddy, they're not in good condition to be bringing in young calves, and the feedlot operators just have been reluctant to do that. So it, it would appear that you're developing some uh, you know, compression of the market, like an accordion. You're going to have a compression in the market, in the marketings, and that's going to lead to a lot of numbers coming out, probably at lighter weights than normal, but still huge numbers coming out once it warms up and we get uh, some of these feedlots in better condition. Then you'll see a marketing hole. Then you'll see another marketing uh, bottleneck, if you will, from a, a surge in placements that we expect to see likely during the month of April. But now you got to look at the flooding that's going on and the continued rains we're seeing in a you know, big area. And this includes a big cattle feeding area, eastern Nebraska, western Iowa. That's cattle country. It's corn country. It's also cattle country. It's not where the primary feeding areas of the southern plains, but still eastern Nebraska, western Iowa, a lot of cattle are fed there. And that's right in the heart of flooding country, rains. And these, this is the area that has been stressed ever since early December. Just storm after storm. It's just pummeled this area. Now it's getting the flooding.
So it's going to be a while before they get back in shape. And it looks like this flooding is going to stick around a while. Now they've got rain in the forecast. So it's just one thing after the other for these guys. It has been a very stressful four or five months for these guys. And it's, it's not over yet. So the cattle market has um, gone from what was expected to be a pretty intense bear market to an actual just steady upward as you go bull market. Now, there are some indications that maybe you're, you're getting into that blow-off top type of price action. But again, with the, the hogs doing what they're doing, that certainly looks like a blow-off. And at some point, that's going to implode. But the cattle look like they're in that blow-off type of formation, especially on the deferreds. So, you know, we're looking, again, at this accordion type of of marketings and placements and it's just going to exacerbate the moves I think like uh, when you get the up moves they're going to be have much more energy to them and the, the down moves I think as well so I it, in the live cattle it does look like we're in that final stage that kind of acceleration phase especially on the deferred contracts the front months don't really look like that and that's probably why you know we're expecting to see april may where you get these bunched up cattle that have been, been bunched up now for a few months it's not just a few weeks this is a few months so it, it but it's a small region so we keep that in mind as well but it's a small region compared to the larger but it's still a fair amount of cattle so it's it's not a slam dunk as to determining how much of an impact in the market this will have, but you're definitely going to see some some impact on the market from the delayed marketings and then the delayed placements in this region of eastern central plains and western Midwest. Now in the feeder cattle, you have a market there that really was taking on its own set of bullish fundamentals in the first place, where we looked at the southern plains having good moisture, even the far southwest southern plains, which like the panhandles, which had been trending dry through the winter, have had some decent rain. So grass is greening up and demand for calves has spiked. At the same time now, as you anticipate April, May, that you're going to be moving cattle out of the feedlots and the feedlots will be getting better condition. Demand for placement cattle are going to be strong as well. So, so I, you know, I think the demand for for the the lighter weight grass calves or the heavier weights, which could go in as to grass as yearlings or into the feedlots, I think is going to be very robust, and there's going to be quite a bit of competition for those calves. Not to mention the massive snowstorm that we had here a couple weeks ago killed off a lot of calves, unfortunately. But we've seen the auction barns this week really catch uh, fire here. And uh, the, the feeder cattle index jumped up yesterday at up $1.71. And so it's sitting at 139.12, which is still about $3 under where the current uh, front month futures are. But that's going to expire here uh, in, in just a week. The next month, April, comes on at 148. So your feeder cattle index at 139 is still well below where the, the, fr the next front month futures would be. So the market obviously anticipating good demand for calves, and that has certainly panned out. We broke out of the trading range on the back months here about a week ago, and it's been steady up. The front months were a little slow to break out of that trading range. In fact, the March hasn't done anything, but the April has been a reluctant follower of these back months. We're still targeting early May. That's a normal seasonal window for feeder cattle to put in a high. And I think there's just going to be more energy to that seasonal rally this year, like because of what we just talked about. So, uh, you know, feeder cattle, I think, have a ways to go. Although I will say that this this type of price action 
kind of has a look of a blow off as well. I didn't think we'd have this much energy in such a short amount of time. Uh, so we've reached kind of one of the upside targets. In fact, the May contract filled the gap from last October. Now that's a technical completion, and maybe the market will get a pullback here. But I do think that from a seasonal perspective, the fundamentals would suggest that you'll see strength in this market through April and into early May. That's our target. I would look for a pullback here and probably test the top end of that trading range, which is a pretty good pullback from this at this point. But I still think that we'll be working our way higher into that early May time window. So taking a look at the cash trade yesterday, we saw that cash trade developing around 1.30 on the Fed trade. That'd be up three from last week. Dress trade around 204 to 205, which is steady to up one from last week. Box beef values yesterday were up 64 cents on the choice at 229. Select down 26 cents at 218. The spread is at 1094, movement 111 loads. Export sales yesterday, beef 18,600 tons. Hong Kong took 6,300 of that. South Korea 4,000. Japan and Mexico both took 2,900. Pork export sales at 29,000 tons. Mexico took 15,500 of that. China, 3,000. Japan, 2,300. Now we'll have a cattle on feed report out this afternoon. Total on feed numbers as of March 1, expected to be right at a year ago's numbers. For February placements, we're expecting about 5% less than a year ago, and February marketings about 1% more than a year ago. So we'll see what that gives us. February marketings were going to be just as difficult as January and December marketings, and uh, they, that wasn't easy. But at some point, you got to get these numbers out. Maybe that's what's going on. Weights have certainly dropped, as we've seen over the last at least three weeks now. So, uh, you know, Mark, they're probably just moving these cattle out. They've just been in there too long, and, and it's not profitable to keep them in these kind of stressful conditions, so they'll market them at lighter weights. But anyway, we'll get the, those numbers out this afternoon after the market closes. If you have any questions, feel free to call me at 1-800-888-9843. This has been Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities.